You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Moran and Toby Harris. We are back in the spiritual home of the Super Rugby Podcast. We are. It's great. I'm not sure I'm liking this comfy seat that you've got me. You're not liking, who has ever said that? I'm not sure it's, I'm liking this really comfortable seat that you've given me it's really, as a present for Christmas. It's really good for my back, so I can't necessarily slouch. Good for you. We've had a few additions, so those you have no idea what we're doing, no. but our, <laughs> we're our, podcasting, <laughs> our podcasting studio has been turned, in, turned into a second-hand uniform shop. There's <laughs> even books as well. <laughs> a charity shop. So... Um, those dreams of, of making it bigger in the podcasting a world. A couple coming. of hockey sticks down there as well. <laughs> Very good for sound um, buffering, though. Yes, so this is true. The, the sound quality will be better because we're basically in a big closet. The sound quality won't be better because you're still talking into the microphone. <laughs> Mate, it's been a very interesting week of rugby. It's been Who chalk it? and cheese from last week, hasn't Who it? saw that coming? Well, I picked it. I picked the two wins, yep. but I didn't pick. I didn't the, pick the score lines. No, I didn't pick the performances either. No, but let's not dilly dally, sir, because I know you like to dilly dally. Let's yes. go over from our messages from our supporters. Okay. Hey, Damien and Toby, this is from Tom McKellar. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> with all that is going on with the AB's performance, do you think adding Japan to the November? internationals was the NZRFU looking to add a team to get an easy win and make their yearly win-loss ratio better. Should we answer that one first? Yes. No. No. It's purely cash. I think it's money. Money, money, money. Not reputation. No, they like to go to Japan. I would, would agree they want to give some players game time. I agree with that. I don't think it'll be an easy game though. I don't think it'll be an easy game. And you think about the last time Japan actually played, they lost to France. Just. 
Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Narrowly, 20 yeah. points to 15 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it won't be an easy game, but no. it will give the ABs an opportunity to run out a few players they might not yes. want to run out. Because if you look at that, the Autumn Internationals now, there isn't the the kind of like, you know, you don't the, want to lose to Scotland with what's no. happened this year. You obviously don't want to lose to England. We don't want to lose anything, do you? And then you've got the Welsh. Yeah. So it's kind of There's like, There's no well, easy game for us So there. therefore, we're going to have to play our better players for all those games. So the Japan game is a bit more of a, okay, we can run out our, you know, list of Fainukus, our Bowden Barretts, which sounds funny, doesn't it? It does say. sound funny. Yeah, so no, I don't think it's to get a win. Stephen Pettifetta. Instead of just one minute, he'll get a game. Yeah, what did you mean? 30 seconds? Yeah, uh, so no. Yeah, agreed. Also, being hearing some some good start, bench, or drop questions. Mm, everyone's so loving I those. I have one for you. Everyone's they are good, loving them. They? They? Yeah. they are good. Um, Malcolm Marks, uh, Julian Montoya. Yeah, good Good from you. Or uh, Samioni. Takiaho. Well, I'm definitely going to start Malcolm Marks. I'm starting Malcolm Marks, yeah. And I'm on the bench. bench Takiaho. Yeah, absolutely. Julian Montoya, we'll off you go, son. Ya. Good player, though. <laughs> Very good player. But I tell you what, Takiaho is a hell of a player. He is, he's, he is the next future of our hooker for All Blacks. Easy. If not now. He is now. Yeah. Not, not, not the future. He is now, yeah. but he is for the foreseeable future. Yes, that's what I mean. He's still young. Yeah. And he's... But he's, he's like 120 he's kegs. He's good in all... He's 120 huge, kegs. So he, but he's good in all facets. He's a strong runner, a yeah. powerful runner. He a uh, good line-out thrower, oh, good scrummager. When you say good line-out thrower, I think you've, you've, you've brushed over that way too quickly. I reckon I'm going to go as far to say as he was 100% on the lineouts yeah. on the weekend. And I would say generally he's he's like might miss one. But the thing for me is is he niggly? No. He's not a niggly player like yeah. Cody Taylor. No. You know, or um <laughs> Which which is a funny story really, isn't it? Because uh Cody Taylor got pushed by um Matera after the game. He wouldn't no, shake that, his head. It wasn't that was uh, Dane Coles. Oh, Dane Coles. But they're very similar. Cody Taylor, Dane Coles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Anyway, he goes on to say, thanks for the great pod. Uh, always love tuning in. Warm regards. Warm regards. Like warm regards. Yeah, so thank you for that, Tom. Next up is uh, from Simon Bailey. Thanks for the pod as always. Considering the proximity to France, do you think you'll go to any World Cup games next year? And which games would you like to go to if money, time... We're not an issue. So I won't be going to any games because money and time is a big issue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but if I could go to any, I'd definitely go to, to France, New Zealand opener. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. That'll be, that'll be almost the best game of the competition. Yeah. I'd, Potentially I'd, other than the semifinals and finals. But that there will be mm, one of the best games of the competition. I agree. If I wanted to go to any of the other group games, I go to Fiji, uh, Samoa games yeah. against one of the bigger teams. Yeah, because um, there's there's always something there oh, for an upset, isn't always there? Always, or upset. even Argentinian game now. Nah, I just think they're a bit boring. Yeah, but they can upset. They can. Upset. Are they in England's team? England's. Um, can't remember. Mate. I can't, can't remember. remember. We yeah. should really know, shouldn't we? We should. 
We don't. We don't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anything like that. Um, I just think the quarters, the semis and the final, obviously you can't guarantee who's going to be in there. So I'm going to go group stages. I'm going to say New Zealand v. France. Yep. I'm going to say Fiji versus any of the big teams yep, and, and Samoa versus any of the big yeah. teams. I think there's a there's a guaranteed upset somewhere in there. I couldn't agree more. Mm. But also, he goes on to say, uh, looking forward to the Bledisloe commentary. Mm. Yeah. And then he also goes on to say, P.S., I subscribed on Patreon when I was absolutely hammered and listed my name as Dwayne because it seemed funny at the time. It's funny <laughs> what now. What a good story. And you should get drunk more often. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. More money thing. Oh, mate, over to you. Right. This one's from Jason Styles. Oh, yes. Jason, a great supporter of the show. I he think is. it was, is Jason, he started the uh, start bench, get rid of. I'm not going to say anything, but I'm pretty I'm sure. Not sure. Anyway, sure. Toby, you are the best. <sighs> Damien, you are okay. Lol, just jokes. What I like about that is actually he means the opposite, which means I'm the best and you're a joke. Well, the thing is, he's gone lol, just jokes. Yeah. Which is very childish. But true. <laughs> lol, JK. <laughs> so it needs to anyway, uh, do this, do this. Do this year's rugby championship? What? Do this year rugby championship is the best? Do you think? I think. Yeah. Do you think this year's rugby championship is the best we've had in years? I feel none of these teams can win the World Cup. Mm. Well, we'll answer that first question. No, it's I, not. The, it's I not agree. the best. I, I agree. Think, I think it would have been the best. Let's say if you had um, everyone firing. But it's been poor how one week Argentina have beaten the All Blacks and then the next week All Blacks have spanked them. And then, you know, the Aussies beat the Argentina then they got spanked. There's just no consistency so, yeah. from all four teams. So I kind of feel like the the team that eventually wins the rugby championship won't really feel like they've won the rugby championship. They'll be like, oh, we've won, great. But they'll be thinking, God, we didn't play very no, well, did we? No, that's true. Yeah, we got away with one there. Yeah. I think... Um, I saw a picture uh, on the social media on the up on the web, um, and it had a picture of a dartboard with all four teams on it, and someone <laughs> facing the other way throwing a dart and going, "The winner of the rugby championship." You know, oh, you just yeah. can't pick it. I mean, we probably can tr- sort of pick it now, who it will be out of, but yeah. it's you know, you just don't know. No, don't know, no. don't know. And I, I kind of agree, but do I feel like any of those teams, I think they could win the World Cup. But I don't think they will. I think it's they're less likely to yes. win it. They're definitely less likely. Yeah. Uh, international bench scrap, get uh, so start bench uh, scrap. We've got Jacques Ferry, okay, Sterling Mortlock. Now, both of those are basically the same player. They are, That's all they? I've got to say. Yeah. Jacques Ferry, Sterling Mortlock, and Brian O'Driscoll. So who are you going to start? Who are you going to bench? Who are you going to get rid of? <laughs> it's tough, know. eh? It's yeah. tough. I don't like Brian O'Driscoll. I don't he was like a, him, but he was a good player. <laughs> he was wasn't a very he? good player. He's a good player. Very good player. Uh, and I and I love Sterling Mortlock. Yeah, so I'm going to start Sterling Mortlock, <laughs> and I'm going to and I'm going to bring on Jacques Ferry. 
Oh, really? Like like, yeah. Nah, I'm not doing that. That's I'm going to start Brian O'Driscoll. Oh, village. All right, I'm going to start. He's a quality player. He is a quality player, but And still then I'm going to bring on Sterling Mortlock. Now, I could have brought on Jacques Free, uh, but Sterling Mortlock was bald, which, again, I've got more in common with him. This is true. Secondly, he was the most sort of... He, he, he just didn't look like he was going to be any good. And then he is a kicker as well. He's a he good was kicker. A kicker, wasn't he? Very good kicker. So I'm going to I'm going to put him in. Very very good. You're looking for the commentary soon. Thank you very much. Excellent. Uh, this is from Eric. Oh yes, Eric Richards, gentleman. I do like that. Mm. Um, as always, this is the best rugby pod on earth and perhaps the universe. You've gone a bit far there. That's a good joke, wasn't it? <laughs> good one, Eric. <laughs> a combination of oh, he's right. He's just. He's blowing smoke up our bottoms. Yeah. He's got a bit of brown stuff on his nose, does he? <laughs> Come on, Eric, wipe it off, bud. <laughs> he does. He's done a great job, though. Oh, here we go. Speaking uh, of drinking games, to level up, I would add Twitter. Twister, mate. Oh, sorry, Twister. <laughs> My eyes are playing, being silly buggered. I need to zoom. There we go. Twister to the party. So the rules are on the mat, and you have to drink and play Twister. Dare I say, go fund me? He's coming out with his own Twister game. Love it. Okay. So if Prince Harry was coach of England, would Meghan really be calling the shots? (laughs) They're back in the UK now, aren't they? They are. Would she be calling the shots? 100%. I mean, I'd let her call the shots too. (laughs) You can call any shots she wants. (laughs) Uh, Right. All right, sir. Sir, sir, sir. It's time for... Breaking news. What about Superbrew? You're in charge oh, of Superbrew, Super aren't you? Well, now, well, you might have spotted last week we didn't cover Superbrew, and that was because I got no points. Neither did I. But, th- <laughs> but, but this week... week. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put the music on Hang now. on, it, it's... Well, you've you've been a bit premature, as always, with the music. Because <clears throat> my... Fo- oh, here we go. I've gone up 25 places. Yeah, brilliant. Come on, crack on, son. So, um... Oh, Keza... Is top of the top of the pops this week with uh, 3.5. He's a full point ahead of the next person. That's pretty good, isn't it? Uh, and then Dude, Dude Incredible, got no points. So he's at the bottom. And Coley the Poley. Is at the bottom as well? Typical. Unbelievable. Right? So let's go over the, the top Should four. Should we go over the current top the, four and at the moment? Yeah. Okay. So top four, Paul... Paulo. No, just Paul. Paulo, yep. Swano. Swano. Boat race captain. Oh, the yeah. boat race captain. And uh, Keza. Brilliant. Yeah. And bottom four. <laughs> you worried? Bottom four. <laughs> I'm not Sam worried. Wise. Oh, not very wise, Sam. Demo. Yeah, the OG Demo, though. The yes. Demo. Yeah, stick there, um, Demo. Uh, Jay's. Jay? Jay's Army. Uh, and bamboo, bamboo, bamboo jamming, two. You yeah, just so got to remember, people, so well. listen, with all these names coming out. Six, know, we've got 66 people in there. Make them easy to read. I know, yeah, why? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. You know. I'm 20th, four points. What am I? You're 19th with oh, four points. Oh, wow. There are, oh, there's a lot of us on four. A lot of us. Yeah. Mate, it's time to cover some breaking news. 
Yes, proudly supported by our Patreon members. Yeah, thank you very and much. And we thank you. We thank you a lot. Right. Um, so, oh, just to, just before we get on, well, this is a bit of news, but um, from a, a good source. Yes. Well, you know, we mentioned Zach Mercer last week. Yes. He now has got a phone call from the French rugby coach. Wow, saying to him. No, just saying that will he play for the Barbarians? This oh, I thought he might have been saying. I know, that's what I thought. You stay a couple more years and we'll bring you into the French team. But it's just, it's just, um, yeah, it's just for. That would be, be a good addition to yes. this. Barbarians yeah. rugby, I think it'd be great. I would have loved to. But also it says something to dream of. Mercer to play against the All Blacks. So I think, I mean, he's a player in, A, in demand, but also he's a player who's playing well. And he, and he would suit that Barbarian style as well because yes. he's a ball player. He's a ball playing eight, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He's a ball playing eight. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Your first story though, sir. I don't have one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, I do have one. Um, but Hoskins to Tutu. Yeah. Probably three weeks ago, I watched uh, NPC, Manawatu versus someone. Yeah. And he was playing, and I was like, what? Why is he not part of the All Black setup? But now I think he is. I think he's been part of that All Black setup, but they've just pushed, because he hasn't played. Yes. They've just pushed him back to clubs. Which is is great, really. Great for the clubs. They've released a few players uh, who didn't make the traveling squad to the Bledisloe. Yeah. Two of us, a Sheik being one of them, and a couple of others. Um, but Hoskins Satutu, when I watched, he just looked great. And now that Ari Sevilla is going to miss the first test due to having a child. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hoskins Satutu has sort of been pushed in and it almost says, should he start? And my question to you is, do you think he should start? Uh, yeah, I think so. I you think, think he should start? I agree. I think he should start. I mean, the only other options is that you... You've got Jacobson that could play. Yeah, You've but I just got, I just think that... But they're not eights, are they're they? They're not eights. And I think he's an eight. Bang him in there. You could play... Um, Ioani? Ioani, yeah. You could play Ioani. But he's been playing at six. Yes, that's what I mean. So it, we need to get into... I think you go Hoskins to two, do you? Yeah. If you're not going to go Hoskins, you go Callum Grace. Because he's yeah, an eight, true. but he's not on the squad, so... You know, that, that's that's where we're at, isn't it? But we'll end up playing someone who plays on the side of the scrum at eight. Well, yeah, we'll... we'll, we'll and then... F- yeah, fudge it, won't we? Exactly. We'll, we'll go back it. to being like last week rather than this week. Yeah. Uh, completely out of character, All Blacks coaches on Pablo Montera's handshake snub on Dane Coles. I thought this is brilliant. Dane Coles is a right, you know, right yeah. grub, isn't he? Yeah. And... Pablo took exception to whatever Colsey is saying, and rather than the shaking his hand, he just pushed him on the shoulder away. Now, I'm not saying I condone that. You should always shake hands after a rugby game. I agree. But what I loved about this weekend's rugby, it was obvious that there was a bit of biff going in both matches. There's a bit of passion and you know determination from, from all sides playing. You can see there Pablo Montero not happy with the performance, Maybe that bubbled over onto not shaking Coles's hand. Agreed. But also, I saw in the uh, South African game <clears throat> that Itzabeth 
Mm. Was getting a bit wow. frisky. Man. With oh. Ala, Alatoa, was it? Yeah. I think. Uh, was yes, it? It was Alatoa. I just, because there's two, isn't there? They're yes. both brothers. Michael, I think. I don't know. Alatoa. I tell you what, though, that was, even I was scared. But afterwards. Even I was scared. But afterwards, they were having a beer in the changing rooms together. So oh, I'm hoping nice, that that's there was nice. a beer shared between Pablo and Dane Coles in the sheds <laughs> after the game. I don't think you like Dane Coles unless you play with him. <laughs> that's all I've got to say. I agree more. <laughs> I reckon if you don't play with him, he's one of those guys, better to know than not to know. Agreed. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was again... It meant something. You could see the Springboks were like up for this game big time. And it came when um, Cora and Betty tried to tackle out um, Mapimpi in the corner like he did the week before. Yeah. But it didn't work. No. And Mapimpi got up and, and rubbed his face. So then it all was going. And Michael Ala Alatoa, he had his fist clenched like he was going to dish him one, hey? Oh, it brought me back to the old 99 days. Can I have a flake too? <laughs> Loved it. Brilliant. It's just a I th- watched a clip the other day uh, on, on the web and it was... <laughs> on the tinternet. It was of a ruck. Yeah. And like it was proper rucking. Yeah. Like proper stomping on... Mm. It was great. Brilliant. They got out the way. Oh, yeah. You, you, you um, got out the way quick, eh? If you were on the wrong side of the ruck... Yeah. It was all over. See ya. Yeah. And, and and people are saying, why not bring it back? Because when we look at player safety, the only real issue with stomping was, sorry, was with rucking was stomping. Yes. And rucking a player's head. That happens so rarely. Yeah. And stomping was literally stomped out of the game. Do you like yeah. that? Uh, uh, really no, quickly. Village. And that was a big ban. Yeah. And I just think that actually rucking would really help. Uh, rugby to become more free-flowing and speed. I agree. I agree, because you don't so, want to be in a position where you're going to get stood on. It's simple. Definitely. Um, he he was playing in a lot of pain towards the end of last season. Now, this is referring to Stuart Hogg when he didn't travel to uh, Argentina. Argentina, yeah. When the Argentinians won that series against Scotland. Yeah. And it got me thinking about which or any international player, if they are playing without any niggles. Now, I remember 2011 World Cup, Richie McCaw played with a broken foot. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah. I think most players are really... 100% fit. Very rarely. pain-free. Yeah. I mean, you look Dane Coles, for example. For years, he wore knee tape, knee tape, yeah. knee tape. And then it kind of lockdown happened. And he come out, he didn't need knee tape yeah. anymore. And the other weekend, he didn't have knee tape. Well, it's forced recovery, isn't it? Yeah. So I just think that for most players, they're, they're playing with niggles. Yeah. It's Shoulder, not really a sport, knee. is it? It's not really a sport where you, you know, you 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 go pain-free. They're gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> they really are, though, aren't they? Apart from Nick White. What a grub he wants to get and dive in it. <laughs> May have got a great story here. I had to put it in, although I didn't like reading it. New record for the England with their 24th successive international win. And this is the England ladies team. Well done. They won 52-14 against the United States in Exeter. 
And I just think, actually, to be fair, they are a true reflection of a professional rugby team. Oh, 100%. And I think New Zealand and Australia, uh, anyone else, has a really tough challenge to try and beat them at the World Cup coming up. I, I couldn't agree more, you know. And we saw how dominant they were when they wiped the floor with the Black Ferns. Yeah. And that's where it sort of started, you know. We I saw just, that yeah. and we were like, whoa. And I just don't think Wayne Smith... I mean, don't get me wrong, if Wayne Smith had been coaching them for another six months and had played England a few times, you know. But I think what's happened with Wayne Smith is he's been given the job, he's had a couple of internationals against Australia, and now he's into World Cup. I mean, I know he's an absolute genius, but he, I'm not he convinced. Won't be able to, no, no, no. He won't be able to do it straight away. From what, you know, I mean, there, there's talent there, but there's it's not a professional game in New Zealand. It, well, I mean, it, it is, is now, now. It is now. But only just. Exactly. It's funny because... It cause hasn't the, been a professional game for as long as it has been in New... Uh, sorry, in England. Yeah. And it shows. Um, it's really interesting because some of the players are talking about, oh, you know, it's great to have fit props. You know, because for years the props have been unfit because it's an amateur game. Yeah. Whereas now they're fit. Yes. But... They're not conditioned. No, not yet. Not yet. But I hope the it takes NZ longer than yeah. a few months, my, a year. My fear is it's a knee-jerk reaction because they got banjoed and then as soon as the World Cup's finished, they'll just renege on paying them. I hope, I hope, I hope that doesn't not. happen because if it does, there'll be backlash. Do you think New Zealand or Australia can beat them at the World Cup? No. Do you think England are going to win it? Yep. England, France, fine. Yep. Uh, no. Well, it depends what the layout is. It could be an England-France final, or it could be an England-New Zealand, or England-Australia. No. We're, we're we, better than we, Australia. We're better than Australia. Yeah. So it just depends on who's, on who's on that side of the, or who's on that side of the, the, the table, really. Yeah. Mate, it's time for what caught your eye. What caught your eye? Well, should, we'll go through results. So results, Argentina lost to New Zealand by a big a margin. margin. Yeah. Uh, and Australia lost to South Africa by a decent margin. And that's it. Right, okay. So what caught my eye, mate? Would you agree with us? Rugby's easy, an easy game. Rugby is an easy game. The key to winning rugby games or competing is going forward. Right. Look after the ball, break down teams of movement and good decision making. Yep. That's it. Yep. Right. So if you're going forward, if you're looking after the ball and you're breaking down teams with movement and good decision making, rugby's an easy game. And what we saw on the weekend was we saw per two perfect examples of that. New Zealand move forward. They looked after the ball. And they broke down teams with good movement and good decision making. David Havili being a great example of that. Now the thing is, is that New Zealand did very well in the conditions to hold on to the ball. Yeah. Than they have done previously in better conditions. Three handling errors in the whole game. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, like conditions normally you drop the ball a lot more than you would in a dry match. But can I tell you why? Yes, you can, Damien. Please. Because they're going forward. Because you're going forward. No. No, listen, because you're going forward, right, putting your back in your box, 
that if your pass is slightly wrong, the guy run is running onto it. So it can be slightly in front. It, it can't really be slightly behind, but you got a more. But the problem was because they were as flat as a bloody pancake before. The ball had to be put flat, um, and there was no margin for error in the pass. Whereas now they're moving forward onto the ball. There's a greater area of of um, error in the pass. Therefore, they're not making as many knock-ons as they were before. You disagree? No, I agree with you, <laughs> but I disagree. Go on. And I disagree with, um, it, it's not only because they're going forward. I think with past performances, we were still going forward, but it was sloppy play. It was inaccurate. Yeah. And I feel like, New Zealand are starting to get the basics right. Simple passing, simple positioning, pass the ball in front of the player, not to the player. Yeah, 100% I agree. And then positioning of where you are on the pitch. Should I be a couple of metres away or towards the person who's passing the ball? Should I be deeper? Should I be flatter? Yeah, and the same can be said for South Africa because South Africa did exactly the same thing. They might have a more simplistic game, but in reality, they did those basic things. And again, like you're saying, rugby is easy. It is easy if you do the basics correct, if you hold on to the ball, if you pass well, if you kick well, if you ruck well. And and I think rucking the most important skill now of all. You used to win. I mean, if you didn't win the scrum and line out, you pretty much didn't win a rugby game. Right? Yeah. Before. I would say, actually, now... It doesn't matter. It does matter. But it, but my point is, if you don't win the breakdown, you don't win a rugby game. Yes. So you can win the line out in the scrum. If you lose the breakdown, you lose the game. But also, back in the day, if you sort of had the ball at the breakdown, 99% of the time, you're going to get the ball back. That's right. But now people are really gunning for the ball. And if you have not got support, you lose it. Yeah, and and you, yep, hundred percent. You you need support because go on to the days where Richie McCaw was your jackler. Now, one to five also jackal. Now your centres well, jackal. Back, yeah, do you know what I mean? Now everyone is taught to jackal. So therefore, if there's any weaknesses, there's always someone around that will jackal for the ball. Yes. Actually, how many times do you see your sevens now? Barring Michael Hooper, probably. Hooper, Pooper, Scooper. Who are well known for getting the ball back. I don't. I can't think of another international player who is, that's his primary role. Rob Carney? Man, he's a fullback. Oh, not Rob Carney. <laughs> the bloke for, um, <laughs> Ireland. yeah, he is a fullback. <laughs> what a melt. The guy for Ireland, what's his name? Oh, what's oh his name? yeah, uh, Van der Fleer. No. No, oh, the one that we really don't like. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Sean, uh, Sean. No, um, I don't think it's dark Sean. Dark hair. Yeah, yeah, bit older. Yeah, six though. Ugly. Six. Yes, he's the one that said Tam Kane was a poor man's Richard McCaw. Yes. Yeah, can't remember now, mate. No, he's not really a jackler. He just does it well. But I'm saying that's he's not picked for a jackler. You don't you don't have no, a player. No, but I would a, say that he's one of the best in the world at the moment. And I yeah. would go who. Who's a jackler? Rob. Malcolm Marks. Yes. Malcolm Marks is one I of agree. your best jacklers. Yes. Dane Coles used to be. Mm, not so Less much. Less now. No. Yeah. 
He played out too wide. Yes. Uh, Tokiaho, very good. You know, Sam um, Sam Whitelock, very good. You know, these are players from all around the park now who are really good at it. Yeah, you can't, you can't be um, on your own with the ball anywhere. No. You need support yeah. in every corner of the pitch. You do. I can hear that on on the thing. Eh? Can you? Yeah. Mr. Harris you sound like a DJ. Whistling. Um, okay. So passion. Yep. Saw that we've spoken about that. Malcolm Mark starts and plays seventy minutes. So this is a guy who's come on for maybe forty. Let's get real. They play him seventy minutes. They play really well. The last time we played seventy minutes, guess what? They played really well. So the Africa used their backs more than they have done in the past. Okay, uh, Aussie, they tried, but they butchered two to three real good chances, and that yes. that that really took the. Well, that's the game. That's the game right yeah. there. And another thing is, when you play South Africa, if you get behind, they're a hard team to. You you, you normally stay yeah. behind. You need them to have to chase the game, because then that's when they start making mistakes, yeah. and that's when you can. Pounce, you know, but I, I, I even think in Super Rugby, yes, South Africa. If you don't take your chances against them, they'll kill you. Yeah, because they, they and, won't. And give we saw you. this on the weekend. We, yeah, big time. Because they did have two to three really good chances, and actually, first half was pretty close. You know, and Aussie, it's tough, eh? Because like they played really well the week before. They're young. They they're, I mean, Nick but White again, was they're poor. Not, they're not necessarily used to playing together because those chances in a good Australian team, you'd get them. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I still feel positive for Australia, and I say it every week, but I think I've seen enough, and I think when they get their players back, I think there's a, a good World Cup performance in them. I agree, but then it's just consistency. There's no team that is consistent. Yeah, I know. Anywhere. No. Not I know, France, I know, I, don't think. I know. Well, I don't they're know. They're more consistent than others because yeah. they're winning a lot. But this year's Six Nations is going to be really interesting. This year's, I can't. This wait This year's for autumn it. internationals going to be very interesting. Yeah, I'm and not then we're right into the World Cup. I know. How good is Super Brew going to be with the World Cup? <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I can't wait to be betting on Romania. Do you know what I mean? That's like it's really but good. The, we're we're going to do like the women's World Cup too. Oh, yeah. oh, are we? Yeah, I think brilliant. So. And that's a great idea. Great idea. Uh, for the New Zealand-Argentina, much better performance. Game plan, moving onto the ball, shape and attack. David Harvilli really showed chalk and cheese. David Harvilli week before, not a great game. But what gets me is that we spoke pretty much about all of this yeah. when we beat Argentina. Yeah. Sorry, when we beat South Africa. Yes. Yeah. And, and then, then the they had a shocker. game, we lost. Yes. Had a shocker. Went back to the old All Blacks. Yeah. Or the current All Blacks. Yeah. You know? And then this one, we're back onto it. Well, I, I so just... So is that like, the okay. next one we're going to lose? No. Or like, no. what's going to happen? I feel much better now. The reason I feel much better now is because reading into doing my research, it really is that uh, Joe Smith is, has made already changes. You saw a lot more offset piece. And... um. James Ryan, uh, James Ryan, Ryan Scott. No, um, Ford's coach. Crusader. Yeah, Ryan, someone Ryan or Ryan, Jack- someone. It's not James. James. I thought it was Ryan Scott. Jason Ryan. 
It's Jason, Jason Ryan. Yeah, it is Jason Ryan. Jason Ryan. Um, you know, Jason, you, you no, can middle name Scott. <laughs> you can already see the qualities put into the All Blacks. You know how they carry the ball, how they're supporting the player. You know, I just think that those two guys have changed the face of New Zealand rugby. And let's be honest. Yeah, but they had to. They did. And it was an easy job. Let's be honest. Why was New Zealand so good when they were so good? It was because of Wayne Smith. And it was because of a good coaching team. If New Zealand do well from now on, is it Fozzie? Is it, can Fozzie take any credit? I'm going to say absolutely not. No, he can't. The only credit Fozzie can take is... He hired them as head coach. He managed to get Jason Ryan to say yes, and he managed to get uh, Joe Smith to say yes. And I, I'm pretty sure Joe Smith didn't want to say yes. His hand was, his arm was tucked, you know, to do it. Good. <laughs> Question for you. Mm. People say Rico is not a 13 but a winger. Are they wrong? I just, I like him. And he brings that zip to that midfield. Uh, you could play him anywhere and it'd be good. I'm going to say everyone else is wrong. I'm trying to say he's not a winger, he's a centre. Well, he, he... He played centre all the way through school? Yeah. Actually, Caleb Clark is a centre. Caleb Clark. How good would he be at 13? Well, we've spoken about this, but we've also spoken about Leicester Fainuku at 13. Yeah. I think Leicester actually is a winger that has played 13, but Caleb Clark and Rico... Played all their rugby at 13. And then when they got to senior men's rugby, it was like, well, we can't put them at 13. We'll put them on the wing. So these he's guys. have to be on the pitch, but we've already got an old guy at 13. That's right. The, co- the captain's at 13. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, man. The, ca- the, the coach's son's at 13. I'm sorry, but that happens so much. Yeah. Oh, the, the captain's at 13. So? The captain can still be on the bench. He can't be, but. Well, he can be, but it's like, come on. <laughs> if he's good enough to take someone's spot, put him in there. I do think there's a merit, though. You know, to play at 13 in an international, it's a very, very... There's a lot more decisions yeah, that need talk- to be made. Yeah, I, yes, I agree, but I'm not talking about international. I'm talking about club rugby. Oh, yeah, anything. You yeah. walk in and go, oh, I play 13. Yeah, I'm really good. Oh, yeah. during training. Do you know, do you, no, do you know, not me. I'm saying you know in what? general. I can just imagine you, no. though, turning up to rugby. Hi, I play at 13, and I'm really good. <laughs> I show more, more toe than Roman, Roman sandal. sandal. <laughs> Come on, drink up. <laughs> um, but then, oh, no, that's that's where our captain plays. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm better than, you know, I'm not yeah, saying but, me, but, he's but the oh, captain. they're better. Yeah, but they're the captain. Doesn't matter. But it's like the old thing of you know, well, they're a senior player. If so, you can have senior. a senior player on the bloody bench. Yeah, and also it's that, that old classic of uh, the coach's son always starts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Never comes off. No, never gets subbed. Does he? Uh, another one for you. At least to find Naku. I think they go Will Jordan. At fullback. Yes. And they go Lester Fainuku on one wing, yep. Caleb Clark another, because I tell you what. But are they not too similar? Doesn't matter because Caleb Clark, one, he's playing as a winger, but he's also playing as that ball carrier in and around the ruck. And ideally, we want that both sides of the ruck. So you want to be using, because we don't have a big midfield, Caleb Clark's offering that go forward option. Yep. And I think if you had that on both sides of the pitch, 
yeah, be tough to stop. Whereas Will Jordan, I think, is wasted on the wing. In fact, if they're absolutely sure... He is wasted on the wing. If they're sure they want to play Geordie at fullback, then then play still play Leicester Fainuku on the wing. But then you could also bring Will Jordan as a utility back. Absolutely. Is Will Jordan a better utility back? No, just I'm gonna I'm gonna have that as my question. My okay. question to you. Okay. Uh, it is a time for listeners' questions. Okay. So a great question here from one of our listeners. I can't remember who it's come from. If you had to pick any actor to coach your national team, so it's for us, it's the New Zealanders, Kiwis. Uh, who would who would you go for and why? An actor. Yeah. <clears throat> what actor would you have to coach your national side? Oh, um, God, what's his name? Um, Braveheart. What's his name? Oh, Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah, Mel Gibson. Oh, that's a good show. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. thought about that. Mm. Hadn't thought about that. How good are his team talks? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fan. Going to war for you. Now I thought about Denzel Washington. Oh yeah. Because remember the Titans. Yeah, you haven't watched that, that, everyone. Right there. Uh then obviously Samuel Jackson. Yeah, good. Yeah, Coach Carter. Yeah. But I'm gonna go someone similar. Russell Crowe. Oh. Right, Gladiator. Yes. And he's a Kiwi. No. He, he is? I thought he was a he's, no, he's a Kiwi, born in New Zealand. Yes. His cousins are Martin he, Crow, Martin Crow and Jeff Crow, New Zealand cricket players. Does he own Roosters? The Roosters in he our does, team. Yeah. yeah. So he already knows his stuff. He likes a good beer. <laughs> he loves a pie and chips. <laughs> he does now. Ride him with the boys. And, oh, you know, good. Good shout there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is a good shout. Denzel Washington, though, the best line, best sporting line ever in a film is attitude reflects leadership. Denzel Washington says that and remember the Titans. You use that too, don't I you? do, mate. Use it all the time. Can I say I it to say, you I, often. Can I just say, I forgot to add, uh, with in the results, we missed out a game. Go on. Uh, East Coast beat um, uh, Mid-Canterbury. Really? That's a good mm, shout. Away from home. Away from home? Yeah. So, go dad. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have any big stars playing for them? No. No. I think so, no. No. Okay. Your question to me, mate? Is Will Jordan... A better utility back than Bowden Barrett? No. Why? Because Bowden Barrett can play at 10. Yep. Bowden Barrett could play on the wing. Yep. And Bowden Barrett could play at fullback. We mentioned it, didn't we? Yeah. And if push comes to shove, we he could, could play, play in the centres. I think Bowden Barrett could play yep. in the centres. I agree. Whereas right. I think, well, you know, Will Jordan used to be a scrum half, though. I can see that. Mm. I can see. God, how good would he be around the ruck? <laughs> He'd be lightning. See ya. Mate, my question to you is, is Super Rugby the right competition to prepare players for Test Rugby? No. <laughs> Super Rugby is all about New Zealand teams as Flinger and Yingit. And Auss- Aussie teams? And Aussie teams. Okay. But they've always done that even with South Africa before? They have. But I feel like recently, in recent years, defence has taken a back seat for Super Rugby teams, and that's why we've seen such high-scoring games. And I think Test Rugby is based on defence. If you've got a good defence, you can work on your attack. If you've got a good attack, it's hard to then have a good defence. 
you know, if if you've got solid defence to start off with, you've got a really good base to work on. Okay, I'm I'm gonna t- I'm gonna disagree with you. Brilliant. I kind of agree. So you don't disagree with me. But I'm gonna tell you why I think everyone's wrong. <laughs> Everyone or if, just me? No, I think most people would say Super Rugby is a problem. Okay, Super Rugby is the problem. I mean, I love it. It's great. I think Super Rugby is not the problem. I think New Zealand and Australia are trying, or definitely New Zealand, they're trying to change their game to then deal with others, other teams. And they're looking to other teams. Oh, they do this and they do that. So we need to do this and we need to do that. We're not being the innovative. Innovative? We'll go with it, mate, because no, I can't it's, say it's wrong. innovative. Say, yes, innovative team. Team that we used to be. Yes. And you look at us when we're at our pomp, you look at Australia when they're at their pomp. They actually didn't worry about what other teams are doing. Other teams worried about what they were doing. Yes. And I just think with Super Rugby, if we were to play more like that in international, actually, we'd probably do better. I and think- what we do is we try and change the way we play. Oh, we've got to kick the ball more. We've got to do this more. We've got to do that more. Well, we did kick well against Argentina. So we, we did. But I agree. If if you are playing yourself and you know a team <clears throat> has scored a lot of tries from flinging it and yinging it, you're a bit like, oh no, here we go. Yeah. You know, you, you're scared, aren't you? Because you don't, they're unpredictable. You don't know what's going to happen. They're just going to try from anywhere. But, but then you, there's a big okay, downside so, to that, isn't so there? Argentina, do they have a good defense? You're. Sh- for those that can't see, which is yes, everyone, so I was nodding. apart from me, you're nodding, yes. right? Well, how did the All Blacks get 50 by them to nil? It wasn't nil. Well, it was, wasn't no, it? It was three. Was it three? <laughs> they got 50 past them. Yeah. A good defense. Yep. And and how? Because they, they moved forward with the ball, they looked after it, and they made good decisions. And they passed the ball into space. Yeah. Right? Just because you play international rugby doesn't mean you shouldn't do the basics. But it doesn't mean you have to resort to a Northern Hemisphere game. Style of game. Now, I do think part of the issue is the way that the game is refereed in New Zealand and Australia is vastly different. And we saw that in the two test matches. You look at the first test match, you had a Northern Hemisphere referee. Second test match, you had the Southern Hemisphere referee. And look at the difference in style and, and, and the way the game was played and refereed. There you go, mate. Agreed. Look forward to hearing from everyone yes. <laughs> on um, that. How can people support us, Damien? They can like, they can subscribe, but most importantly, they can send an email in. I agree. We love an email. We love an email. We also have our Patreon up and running. We do. Remember, there's a link there, so click away. 50 cents, good. Anything. Hey, listen, if, if you if you just enjoy the show, please then subscribe. Yeah, you definitely. Know, if you're yeah. one of these people who has to type in each week. The Super you, Rugby you know, Podcast. Then just stop doing that and subscribe, yeah. you, cheap, <laughs> you cheap bugger. Just push a button, make it easier. <laughs> um, if, you ca- if that's the least I would love you to do, then write a review, you know, do all those things. And if you have got some spare cash, and you want to throw it our way, would be greatly appreciated. Yes. And all the money will go to new kit to make it the show better. Yes. Agreed. Absolutely. 
Sir, we don't have an end of the show show today. No, we don't. Because we've all got to get back we've, to teaching. We need to work back at work. We are back at work and we've had day. to we've had to squeeze the podcast in a day late, but we we've squeezed it in. We did. We did. Until I love doing the show with you, sir. Yes, and so do I. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? It's good to be. It's good to be here with you. It is. Anyway, until next week, See all the best. See you later. <laughs>